0: In this special Flag Day episode, we honor those fallen in the Bride Wars. Welcome to the Flop House. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington.
1: And I'm Amanda Melson.
0: Yeah, that's not uh, a castrated yeah. Elliot. Yeah, that's not Elliot. That's uh, Amanda. Please,
1: how how much higher is my voice than Elliot's?
0: No, <laughs> I think it's probably on par. Actually, slightly <laughs> less nasal.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, you you have a warm
2: quality to your voice. That's true. Uh, and I think what you're leading into is that we have a guest house this
0: uh, yeah. this week, right? Amanda, tell us a little bit about yourself. Why are um, you why are you here?
1: Well, I <laughs> uh, I'm uh have done stand up comedy and I used to do a comedy show with Dan called the Sarah uh, called Sarah Schaefer Is Obsessed with You. But I like the, how
0: you were gonna call it the Sarah Schaefer show. Yeah, I
1: mean I was gonna but the most important reason why I'm here is that I live two blocks away.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's not pull back the curtain. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you also uh, you showed up in a limousine in <laughs> front of our personal screen for some TV comedy. Oh, right. Shows.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've written for uh, Greg Giraldo on Comedy Central and Best Week Ever. This
0: is a podcast, so we have to steal the TV glamour. Okay. If we can get some. Sure. Wait, there's TV Glamour? <laughs> like a TV show based on Glamour magazine? No, I just mean that there's no like red carpet for podcasts. It's yeah, true. they're probably... Uh, I mean, unless you're going to like the Potties or whatever they're called. Wait, is that the name? I don't know. Streamies? The, yeah, right, you're totally right. The Ew, Streamies.
1: don't go to the Streamies. <laughs> no. That is That uh, is... Don't wear good shoes to that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, don't go to the Streamies in Vegas. Like... Just check where they're being held. Yeah. Okay. Because it's a different thing out there.
2: Sure. So, uh, Mm. man, so uh, we watched a movie tonight, didn't we? Mm -hmm. We did. It's called Bride Wars. It was. Well, this was Dan's choice because Dan (laughs) is a big Anne Hathaway freak. Simply not true, but... um... (laughs) No, I I think it's true. You loved Rachel Getting Married. It was your favorite movie of last year. And you were like, hey, guys, let's watch Bride Wars. Anne Hathaway is my favorite. It's about I, another wedding. I own, uh, I own havoc, and I own um, that gay cowboy movie mm-hmm. just so I can see her naked. Uh-huh. Um,
1: Princess so Diaries.
2: Yeah, and she's naked in that too, right? Yeah. So you watch those movies all the time, With and Julie Andrews. Yeah. So <laughs> I have to leave now. So and you were like, I really need to see Bride Wars, and I was like, Hey, Fool's Gold is my favorite movie. Was right. overboard? Was she an overboard? No, Kate Hudson. That, it was her mom. <laughs> okay, they look alike. I think. Yeah. Um, so I was like, "I'm up for this Bride Wars." Sounds great, and so that's why we started watching it.
1: I just like bride violence. I'm just a big <laughs> fan of the genre. Yeah, I enjoyed always... uh, that part of Kill Bill. Wasn't there when Uma Thurman is just dressed up and just gets it?
2: Yeah, and you're... she's also pregnant, and that's that falls under my fetish of <laughs> pregnant women being shot. <laughs>
0: You're all. You're also always buying, you know, pay-per-view, Bride versus Bride,
2: right, right, uh, Rumbles. Which, in a way, what we watched tonight
0: was pay-per-view, Bride versus Bride. Rumbles. It's true. And we also did this movie while Elliot wasn't here because it really makes him sad to see his best friend in the whole world, Anne Hathaway, yeah, in the movies, and to know that you know he's not going to see her anymore because of she's you know in that Hollywood lifestyle. So their 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 decades long friendship can't.
2: I think it's also because uh, he knows that as soon as we put a movie on, I can't stop myself from making dirty comments about every actress that comes on the screen. Yeah, how do you feel about that, Amanda? (laughs) I didn't
1: didn't notice any dirty comments about the. I mean, maybe I couldn't hear it over my own dirty comments about (laughs) the actresses, but...
2: Uh, yeah, so there was... He he can't handle it. Like, it drives him up the wall every time we watch Princess Diaries and whatnot. Mm-hmm.
1: Every time?
2: Every time.
0: Well, we get together. We do a slumber party uh, every month. Yep. We watch the Princess Bride Diaries. We do each other's beards. And, uh... Wait, know. we do the beard? Is that like a
2: dance? <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Is that from hairspray or something? I've
1: done that dance. <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> um, so, Bride Wars, what's... Uh,
0: uh, Dan, why don't you why don't you explain this movie to us? Sure. Okay. There are these two young girls, and as young girls are wont to do, they d- they dream of only of their wedding. Amanda, this is what happens, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. You're gonna be our spring bride. Spring spring <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> our spring break. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're gonna be our springboard uh-huh. for all bride-related questions. Since uh-huh. yeah. that's...
1: I did get married less than a year ago. Yeah. See. So I should be. An expert mm-hmm. on what horrible, jealous bitches apparently all women are when they yeah. are, become brides, according to Bride Wars. Yeah.
2: So, so in this movie, these girls are obsessed with getting married.
0: Yeah, well, it's the culmination of a woman's life.
1: At one... one point, Candace Bergen actually says that until you get married, you're dead. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're, you're like dead.
1: a. She does. Say that? She yeah. says you're dead, and then you you get married and you come alive. Mm-hmm. So wow. women like
0: the secret of eternal life. <laughs> yep, apparently. apparently.
1: Yeah, or just brides are a lot like the undead. Kind well, of. Well,
0: both of them die if you shoot them in the head. It's true. So that's one similarity. Wasn't uh wasn't Goldie Hawn and Death Becomes
2: Her. Oh, right. <laughs> we, she we almost immediately <laughs> That's kinda like a bride war.
0: Almost immediately yeah. abandoned this synopsis. So anyway Oh sorry, sorry. They grow up uh, the best of friends. Kate Hudson does things like buy expensive designer dresses for her friend. Sure. Secretly trying to pass it off as like one of her cast offs because she's so nice and they're such good friends and Kate Hudson is a a lawyer, a high powered lawyer, and Anne Hathaway is a uh Slutty. cleavage bearing uh, teacher. Yeah. School teacher. And so all is well in uh a fantasy bride world. Um, they both get engaged at around the same time. Yeah. And then they go to they go in tandem to a bridal uh, what are they, what are they you called? left out Child an important counselor? detail, okay. Dan,
1: which is that when they're dreaming about their weddings when they're little girls, mm-hmm. they they dream exclusively about getting married in June at the Plaza.
2: Oh yeah, what's the Plaza?
1: The Plaza Hotel.
2: Okay, and that's well, that's a hotel in
0: Chicago. Mm-hmm. No, nope. I think it's in it's,
1: New, it's New York City, oh, yeah. off Central Park.
2: And it, that's a pretty nice, well-known hotel, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's that would have made
0: would have made the whole movie make more sense. By the way, if I had known that before, you're like, "Where's the Sears Tower?" The whole time. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. There's o- only one month when it's appropriate for a young lady to get married,
1: and only at the Plaza.
0: So the two of them go to Candace Bergen, the wedding planner, not not Jennifer Lopez, the wedding planner.
2: So yeah, they go to this wedding planner together, which is you know that we should have smelled like that. That was going to cause a problem. That's that's disaster in the making mm-hmm because what happens dan well they <laughs> what happens here
0: they're leaving they both get a date in june three months from now miraculously despite all this talk about how hard it is to get a date at the plaza hotel and then as they're leaving they tell um snl's casey wilson that uh um, who
1: wrote the movie by the way who co-wrote the movie
0: that uh you know she better uh snap up the one remaining date in june and then they leave, and then later on, Candice Bergen calls back and says, "Oh, lo and behold, the secretary screwed up, and booked both of their weddings on one day, and gave the only other date to uh, Casey Wilson." And wow! Then, yeah, problem that's trouble. That's that's what we call the. How much time incident. do they have
2: before their
1: wedding?
0: Three months. Yeah. Is that enough
1: time? No, not enough time. What? It's not.
2: What? It, they have to do some stuff like set out invitations. Yeah, and
1: like vendors are all booked up. Bachelor and, uh, parties
2: to schedule.
1: You know, you can't just go into a Bride War like that without uh, a sound plan. It's going to turn into, like, Iraq. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, we usually don't get uh, political so quick. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: But sorry. That
2: no, it's true. you got to know how to
0: win the peace. Mm.
1: Yeah. Bride you have war. to have an exit strategy. Yeah,
2: exit strategy, which... I think involved a wedding of some kind.
1: I guess uh, that was.
0: Uh, so at this point, if you have seen a movie before in your well, why life, why don't they just have a joint wedding? Well,
1: why don't they stagger the times?
0: Yeah, uh, that's a good question. They could stagger the times on the same day. That's a, that's something that's that that not that hard. Is not addressed by the film. Weddings Bride don't Wars. take
1: that long. No, the no, ceremony. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean they didn't. It didn't look like it was a Catholic wedding. Well, Kate Hudson is a bit of a uh, you know she she likes all the focus on herself. She's bossy. Like a, like a bridezilla. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Both of her parents are dead, by the way. But we're not supposed to feel sorry for her at any point. Probably why she's so
2: bossy
0: is because she grew up an orphan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like that little orphan Annie. I know. Yeah.
1: Her wedding must have been a nightmare. huh To Sandy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm distracted by the, the little orphan Annie slash dog wedding that I just imagined. It's
1: so great watching Daddy Warbucks walk her down the aisle yep. towards and then, Sandy, and then cry,
0: cry. <laughs> that she's come to such a pass.
1: Yeah, that's what happens when you pick up girls off the street and raise them.
0: They've got serious problems. <laughs> but um, the point is that uh, Anne Hathaway is like, no, I'm you know for once I want something for myself. So they don't don't want to schedule at the same time, and then due to a series of misunderstandings, they both agree to put it off until we, they can work it out. But they they think that they've both broken the bride war truce. Yeah, and so uh, things escalate, and they sabotage each other until that uh, must have been fun. No, it was just dispiriting <laughs> and depressing and unpleasant. What, and, what do they do, like? Like, shoot each other and stuff? Like, what's, what's going on? How do they sabotage each other? <laughs> you know, they, they, uh, Anne Hathaway fattens Kate Hudson up so she can't fit in her dress. Sorry, yeah, it was pretty because
1: gross. apparently Kate Hudson, um, who's very thin can't stop herself from eating anything that is placed in front of her. Mm-hmm. So the, or... the big plan to fatten up Kate Hudson is to make sure that food is placed near her. If
0: food is available. <laughs>
1: yes. With,
2: I think, the uh, the probably the, the best joke in the entire movie being that she receives a package from... What, butters of... uh, International International Butter. International
1: Butter Club, which is actually what they were originally going to call Last Tango in Paris. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay, since (laughs) since Elliot doesn't hear, I have to do it. R-O-C-K in the USA! (laughs) R-O-C-K in the USA!
2: So, uh, yeah, so that was a good joke, because... She apparently ate a bunch of butter from, <laughs> that she thought was from around the world.
1: If you place butter near Kate Hudson, oh she will eat it.
0: Kate Hudson, she like, loves butter. Do you butter. think she smeared it on a cracker or just like eight <laughs> slices? <laughs> what
1: On cookies, probably. Like, yeah,
0: When you get good international butter, Stuart, you don't want to dilute <laughs> that by putting it on a cracker.
1: Mm, I want to go to the <laughs> International House of Butter. <laughs>
0: You get, like, yeah, you just go in there, you, it's like a tapas place. You I like sample platters of little <laughs> pieces of butter. Sounds pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is, just to finish up the synopsis, you know, obviously they both get married on the same day, and after a big brawl, they uh, come back, and they realize that they're friends again, that they can't keep this up anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kate Hudson gets married, and Hathaway breaks it off with her fiancé. But all is well because later on uh, Anne Hathaway uh, gets involved with uh, Kate Hudson's brother. That's pretty much it. So Wait. I mean, now that we've synopsized, we can we can focus more in depth.
2: Yeah, and then there's that terrible twist ending. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, about. where you think the nightmare is over, and then you find out that they're both pregnant. I don't know. Oh, no. I don't know if that qualifies
0: as a twist ending, Stuart. I don't know if I would. No,
2: but like. They have the same tries. due date. Yeah, you think that it's all over. You think like, oh, man, they're going to be friends forever. Right. And then you're like, oh, my God, they are both pregnant and going to have babies. They're going to have a war over that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mom they're- wars or something.
1: They're going to try and terminate each other's pregnancies. <laughs> Possibly just, violently. Yeah. And then afterwards they'll be like, we shouldn't have done that.
2: No. We're friends. Yep. never Filling, filling their, like, again. water bottles with vodka and various other
0: things. <laughs> uh-huh. sending, oh, that's are
1: you 80 what? Simba, sending
0: them on a tour of a coat hanger factory. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's, that's a good joke, Dan. <laughs> Thank uh, you. So,
2: yeah. Um i kind of went into this movie, expecting there to be a little more silliness and a little more, like, kind of wacky humor. Yeah. Um, it's
0: almost a drama. <laughs> it yeah. is almost a drama. It's just
2: a bad drama. You
1: want it to be more like Wedding Crashers, except...
2: with Yeah, except more nudity, own... obviously.
1: I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> or, like, any film where there's a fight over, like, you know, one thing. I mean, I'm, I compare it to, like, War of the Roses, but there's got to be a better version of that. But... It just has to go bigger if it's going to work. There,
2: there was, there, there was no sabotaging that went on that made you feel like, oh my god, this person has literally gone too far. Mm. Like it's impossible for them to ever be friends again. Like they didn't like kill somebody, one of their cats, or like <laughs> set somebody's hair on fire. Yeah.
0: As a cat owner, uh, I'm sort of, afraid, I'm scared that that's where your brain went to. So you're saying that uh, when we and I was looking at your cat when I said it at the same day, at the same time. Are you going to kill my cat? It's
2: You're like, already married, Dan.
0: Well, you were you were, before the podcast. You were making plans for my eventual divorce, and then yeah, then you move have, have like an odd couple-y roommates.
2: type situation. Sure,
0: <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But if it did,
2: well, I would imagine Lulu uh, Lulu would go with Sarah, not you.
1: Who gets the podcast?
2: Yeah, mm. Sarah would probably get the podcast. Yeah, so
0: it'd be <laughs> that's be her a, uh, alimony <laughs> payment. Yeah. All the money we make off this podcast is going straight to her. Or
1: just your alimony is that once a month you give her a podcast. <laughs>
0: Here you go. <laughs> I watched Righteous Kill. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't watch that. But maybe in the future. Maybe in the Question future.
2: Mark. So uh, there the one moment I did like in the movie uh, was Anne Hathaway's character is really boring. Like she's And she's nice all the time. I mean, she shows a lot of cleavage, but whatever. Um, and she's, a, a,
1: she's a people pleaser
2: yeah absolutely That I think they describe her as a people pleaser um, but yeah she goes uh, she sneaks into Kate Hudson's uh, like bachelorette party which is held at, a, at an all male review mm-hmm. and uh, they, they get Kate Hudson's character up on stage and she's you know they're trying to get her to dance and then uh, Anne Hathaway you know reveals that she's actually there and she challenges Kate Hudson to a dance off and uh Dance
0: off, dance off Yeah,
2: basically If anything, Anne Hathaway at least looks like she's having fun while she's mm-hmm. dancing And doing silly dances in a tiny pair of shorts Right So I, I enjoyed that part of the movie, Dan
0: You say that very challengingly
2: Yeah, I'm waiting
0: for you to say that that was your least favorite part of the movie <laughs> no, that probably, again, was also my favorite part of the movie Because as you point out, at least Anne Hathaway is committing to dancing really silly
1: That's true, know. but also, nice gams, Anne Hathaway mm-hmm. She's really a mm-hmm. a leggy uh, bride warrior. <laughs> yep,
0: uh, like a war, like an Amazon. There was another right. part where Anne Hathaway said "f that" or something.
1: No, Mother F.
0: Oh, M- Mother F. That was Mother funny. F. That was almost a joke. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And
2: Kate Hudson kind of looks like an alien for a lot of the movie. Uh huh. I think part of it's her
0: haircut though. Her haircut looks really weird. Maybe that was a deleted subplot that <laughs> she was an alien come to Earth to ruin people's weddings. Like that was. She was gonna stop the prophet.
1: That would be a better movie. It
2: wasn't that her parents were dead, it's that her parents were dead because they were on a planet that was extinguished because its star (laughs) exploded. (laughs) Exactly. And they shot her to
0: Earth on a little rocket. And Kate Hudson gets her power from the Earth's yellow sun. Yeah,
2: and they wrapped her in a blanket that would later become her haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Um so yeah, she was great, she looked wonderful, and she got super fat in this movie, right? I would not say that, you kept saying that. She couldn't fit into her dress, It was she was enormous. Uh-huh. Uh, she literally
0: gained five pounds. Yeah, like a blimp. Like You don't come back from something like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was like uh, Jared Leto in that movie where he gets really fat that I didn't see. <laughs> Chapter 27 or something like that? Where he plays probably the guy who killed John Lennon, Mark David Chapman? I mean, I didn't see it. I just heard the guy got really fat, and that's kind of what Kate Hudson did here.
1: She did, but you know, it could all be solved by at least you know just a week of having cookies placed slightly away from her.
2: <laughs> sure, just out of
0: reach.
1: She could keep all international butters just mm-hmm. a little bit away from her.
0: Just put them in the fridge, maybe <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of on her desk.
1: Let's talk
2: about uh, let's talk about these ladies' fiancés initially because oh, dream
0: boats, yeah.
2: Boats. Well, uh, they're they're hunks. I mean, uh-huh. the heart throbs. One of the guys was uh, who seemed homosexual the whole movie.
1: Dan, yeah, I
2: gotta say. Wait, uh, did you say Dan seemed homosexual? the whole Oh, movie? Uh, what or were we was, talking
1: about? I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the one guy, you know, the guy that was from that Reba show that I was talking about, <laughs> the one where Reba's that Reba a show. Se- you yeah,
0: mean, you mean Reba? Yeah,
2: the one where she plays a single mom who works works really hard. Reba McIntyre. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought it was
1: called, like, Tell It to Reba. No, it was just Reba? That might
2: Reba? the tagline. Or Reba's house.
0: <laughs> Whose house? It's Reba's. Okay. Uh,
2: so that guy, one of the guys was on that show. Right,
0: and the other guy was Chris Pratt, who's now on Parks and Rec- Recreation as, uh, what's her face, Rashida Jones' uh, boyfriend. Oh, he's, right, so he's right, right, a right,
1: professional right, right. oaf actor.
2: Mm-hmm. That's the yeah, party like, play. He's a doof. Mm. Yeah, doofy. Doofy, though, oh, he was also on, on the
0: OC better. playing a doofy.
1: Really? Kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He looks like he could be on the OC. So not now. Now he's sort of puffy like Kate Hudson in this movie.
1: But <laughs> he's fat like Kate Hudson in this movie. Uh-huh.
0: Such a chunk. You know what? We've been busy, uh, by the way, objectifying the females in this movie. Amanda, the males in this film, the fian- the fiancés. What do you think? Would you have cast these as either of your fiancés in the movie you would make about your own ride wars?
1: Wait a minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's a... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Wait, wait a second. What kind of fantasy universe uh, are we in? I didn't I have a bride a war. <laughs> Elaborate scenario. I, at one point, my wedding did occupy the Gaza Strip, but... <laughs> wow. Not that, really a war, that's just a conflict. No, yeah, but you're right, you're
0: right. It was a police action.
1: Uh, so, the, Kate Hudson, in fact, Kate Hudson's fiance uh, was gay, let's face it. Probably. Pretty gay. She was
0: his beard. That's kind the of. tragic sequel to this movie is when she discovers that her hard-won wedding was a lie. That's How did true. she get pregnant? Do you think
2: her her uh, her personal assistant? I bet
1: probably. Yeah. You know, or
2: maybe she did it with so and so's
0: uh, fiance.
1: I think she did it with John Daly.
0: Yeah, yeah. We got it. We have to mention that there are several people from like the New York comedy world. In small roles in this movie, uh, including one of them, John Daly, uh, an improv actor, in a completely straight, joke-free role. Yes. One wonders why he was cast.
1: You know, because it's like a throwing him a bone. Because the women who wrote this movie, uh, June Raphael
2: uh, I don't something,
1: know. Carter, what was her name, and Casey Wilson, they do shows in New York, and uh, June's... I think fiance is Paul Shear who's yeah, a I comedian. Get, I and... want to
0: say uh, I hear I hear good things about them. I haven't seen the show, but yes, I,
1: I saw their show. They're very funny.
0: Yeah, I don't want to start a so a lot a like comedy a... war. No, as God, a no. Of this podcast, I would like to assume that this was a mishandled project.
1: I, I would assume.
0: Yeah,
2: a little judgmental, right, Dan? I mean, you said they're <laughs> funny, so they're probably a lot like the script they wrote well, for Bride Wars. Well,
0: you were giving no quarter oh. in this Bride War.
2: No, I'm just saying that the movie's a comedy, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, their probably their their
0: works probably just as good as. Oh God, their script, right? See, I'm trying to I'm trying to you know
1: no.
0: I'm trying to create a detente here. I don't I don't know. <laughs> you're you're tearing it. they down.
2: They're, they're they're in the movie too, right? They act in it, so they must have been really proud of their
0: script. Well, you know what? Uh, Casey Wilson in a very small role, so I can't judge her. But the other one I thought I think they actually either- was one of the funnier.
1: Parts in the movie. Do
2: you think that they had their fingers crossed for like a Juno style, like Diablo Cody?
0: I thought. I think they had their fingers crossed for a Fools Gold style
1: hit. Yeah, I think they. You know, this was before they had. You know, before Casey had Saturday Night Live, and so it was sort of like, oh my God, we sold a script, Mm -hmm. and we're really making a movie.
0: Yeah. That's, it's like that's the what mu- would go through my it's mind. It's like when the Muppets took Manhattan and they put on a show. Exactly. They're just excited about being in the business. Somebody's mm. getting married. Yeah, they didn't realize that that somebody's getting married song isn't very good. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I, whenever I see that, I'm like, this is what, this is like the culmination, this horrible, like, everyone, all the Muppets in this horrible, like, pink and white outfits and this pink and white set. Somebody's getting married? Yeah, anyway. The Muppets take Manhattan. My least up. favorite of the three original Jim Henson Muppet movies. Mm, I like it. It's good still, but the Muppet movie's where it's at. Anyway, this isn't the
1: okay. Muppet movie. Okay, sorry, lots of sorry. judgments. Um,
2: <laughs> so yeah, the uh, the fellas. We're talking about their fiancés. One yeah. of them turns out to be a snake. A snake in the grass? Kind of, like Anne Hathaway splits up with her fella, right?
1: Yeah, because he uh, he makes little comments about uh, wanting to control his wife and that kind of thing.
2: I'm thinking that uh, this character's probably been sleeping around. That's the that's the underlying current. What? That's why he's such a jerk. Yeah, he seems like a real jerk. Wow, you you were just writing a movie in your head. <laughs> that was
0: not apparent at all.
2: I think that would add a little more tension if they had a played up that part of it—the him sleeping around part—with one of the other female characters. I don't. Maybe
0: Candace Bergen.
1: Oh now, yeah, can, we haven't mentioned Candy.
0: Yeah. Well, here's what I really want to address with this movie: <laughs> what makes me angry. First of all, everything can be traced back to Candice Bergen and the mistake that was made. So, she accidentally books them both on the same date after assuring them that they have separate dates and everything's fine. And then the date is given away uh, to the next person who comes in by the secretary. And yet somehow, despite the fact that they had the appointment before and it was a total mistake, Candice Bergen doesn't just go to the woman afterwards and say, I'm sorry, this is a mistake. We can't give you that date. You know, like, instead, she's like, oh, you two friends have to fight it out with each other. Rather,
2: <laughs> my hands are tied.
0: It was Candace, my secretary's
2: uh, fault.
1: Uh, Candace Bergen just walks around creating plots. Mm-hmm. That's her whole thing.
0: Uh, she's like the inciting incident fairy. Yeah, She's like the Jill bad guy in... Uh, you
1: cannot tell a lie. Like, mm-hmm. what? Candace Bergen just dropped in and created a plot. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like uh, the bad guy from that Stephen King Needful Things book and movie. Right.
0: But also, they didn't even like come up with a clever reason why there was a mix-up. It was just like, I'm sorry, the secretary fucked it up. Yeah, they didn't like have a bit where like, like a fly flew in and it, hurt, it got in somebody's eye and
2: they accidentally swapped the thing. And then something else happened and then like a mouse ran a decimal across. a point in
0: the date. Yeah, like something like oh, that. Oh, we, sorry, we scheduled you for the 1.5th of June. You yeah.
2: <laughs> can't do it anymore. Like since that date doesn't actually exist, we pushed you off to the bride war date. They didn't even try anything like that. And I would have appreciated that little bit of an effort. You know, I, when I watch a movie, I want something that is airtight. <laughs> you know, that's 100% plausible. I can't watch anything that has the least bit of fantasy in it, and this movie uh, didn't even try to appeal to me. It's almost as if the movie Bride Wars was not made for a viewer like me. <laughs> uh, Which I think is why the movie both like, succeeds and fails. That's in literally its own inconceivable.
0: Ways. So I feel like we haven't we haven't used enough of the resource, Amanda, oh, of having you here to uh, represent your entire sex. Well, it's so a lot of weight. Uh, yeah, it's like
1: Atlas. It is. It is. Uh,
0: you better do your sisters proud.
1: No, oh, Jesus. I mean, if Murphy Brown could let us down like this, that's the other thing
0: about Candice Bergen. She's like smugly narrating the whole thing, and at the end she's like, "I guess the lesson we've learned is that." You know, friends can be just as important as spouses or whatever the fuck. And you're like, fuck you, Candice Bergen. You've created like three months of misery for this w- these women. And now you're hanging around the wedding like smiling like you're a fairy godmother. But what if, okay, follow me on this one. Sorry,
2: sorry to jump in here, Amanda. Okay. What if she had never fucked up in the first place?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, are saying what that would that? Anne Hathaway would get married to Chris Pratt. She would have
2: gotten married to this dude who's a dick. Uh-huh. And Kate Hudson probably would never realize that she's kind of a bitch. And that she looks stupid in that haircut right. and she'd go around with a wig all the time.
0: And Anne Hathaway would never have stood up to her drunk co-worker Kristen Stewart. Third Rock from the Sun's Kristen Stewart. I
1: think it's Kristen Johnson. Kristen you're confusing Johnson, her with French right. Stewart.
0: Her,
1: <laughs> her cohort from totally Third am. Rock from the Sun. <laughs>
2: Man, that, if that's there was that show a show where they play aliens,
0: right? Yes. If Kristen Johnson and French Stewart were combined, think of like the comedy dynamo that that would be.
1: I, I actually, I think Kristen Johnson is very funny.
0: I do too. I, 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 I think Kristen Stewart would be even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her in uh, Shakespeare in the Park once. Uh, she was very good.
1: I did too. It was
0: Lady Macbeth?
1: No. Uh,
0: it was in Twelfth Night. I can't remember. Oh, uh, okay. Then they're already doing
1: Twelfth Night again. Anyway. Let's not talk about Shakespeare. We're talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, bride wars. The thing about, okay, there are a lot of flaws as far as wedding plausibility. I know you don't like to hear plausibility? about
2: plausibility.
1: Oh, that's what they should have called it, <laughs> hit, implausible. You
0: know, hit, hit me with it, because despite being, I feel a uh, fairly like nice modern gentleman, I had very little to do with the planning. Of uh, our wedding, well, not not your and my wedding, man. We, yes. we aren't married. We,
1: we're not. First of all, you you don't you don't get married in three months. Like you don't just. I mean, you can, but you can't do it at the plaza.
0: Mm.
1: And uh, probably not no. Something important. Even even if your parents are dead, uh, you've got two girls here, and uh, no family member ever enters the scene until the wedding day. That that is an alien world.
2: But those are, those are two, you know, really busy New York ladies, right? Mm-hmm. They're
1: too busy to talk to their families about these weddings at the plaza that they're paying for themselves? Yeah, they probably
0: put money in a shoebox or something. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Anne Hathaway's been saving since uh, she was, what, 16 was that Yeah, what that's another thing. Like, that's that's not
1: That's not wise. <laughs> you're going to save all your money since you're 16 and then spend it in one day?
0: Yeah, especially because she didn't. Act, she's the one who actually didn't get married. It's true to she doesn't get
1: married. And
2: do you th- But haven't you? Haven't you ever dated somebody that you'd be like, man? I would be willing to give up my entire life savings to not be with or see this person ever again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the lesson Fair that we enough. learn here is that until you become a raging crazy bitch. <laughs> sure. uh, who does incredibly stupid and hurtful things to her best friend? Um, you don't know what kind of man you got. Yeah, you got to put him through the test of you being completely irrational at every turn, mm-hmm. and then that's the guy that you're not going to marry. So that's a
0: little. She
2: floppy. was a she was a lot more fun though when when she was being mean. She was kind of boring before.
1: That's true. She showed a lot of cleavage to her middle schoolers, but other than that,
2: but I was a middle schooler. What I'd probably have had a fantasy about her. All right, you know, like a fantasy where you guys, like, we went on a know, date. Yeah, I took like, her for like ice cream games together. Yeah, you know what <laughs> middle schoolers like to do. Maybe second base. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I bet. I bet. I bet. I'd imagine that. Mm-hmm. So you can uh, still imagine
0: it, Stuart, if you want to. Just now,
2: not right now. Yeah, oh, I mean, not- I'm a little older. I mean, I'd probably imagine. What's, what do they call let's that? Not. Like a home run?
0: Uh-huh. In the baseball parlance. Yes. Yeah, I'd probably imagine that. <laughs> okay. If I was imagining it now. <sighs> let's, uh, let's wrap this up and give our final judgments on okay, um, gonna Wars. Okay, that's going to be tough. Now, Amanda, there are three um, official Flophouse categories. Number one, this is a good bad movie. A bad movie that uh, you know, provides enjoyment from being funny in its badness. A bad bad movie movie that provides no enjoyment or a movie that you actually kind of liked in some way so uh i go to stewart first actually okay what do you what do you have to say
2: well i'm uh you know i'm quietly reviewing the pros and cons of this movie in my head i was kind of expecting a little more hijinks mm-hmm. um and at least some swearing <laughs> uh, that's what you look for in a movie <laughs> hijinks swearing yep yeah, it it just wasn't, there weren't any jokes, it wasn't fun. I would have at least, appre- like, 27 Dresses had more jokes in it than this did. So, I'm probably, I'm going to have to say bad, bad movie. Like, I did not really enjoy this movie at all.
0: Man, yep. what do you have to say
1: about it? Uh, I'd sort of like to introduce a new category.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. I know,
1: I know. Whoa, Already, time. where This is a movie that you should really only watch on an airplane. It's kind of a bad, bad movie, but if you're on an airplane...
0: It would pass the time, yeah. Or, or it would put you to sleep, which is why I recommended um, the Golden Compass as an airplane movie because it put me right to sleep.
1: Oh yeah, I guess that's it. I guess that's my judgment. It's a it's a bad bad movie. You could you could watch uh, while uh, under a an airline issued blanket. Yeah,
2: it's not too loud.
1: <laughs>
2: There's not a lot of loud noises or shouting really.
1: It's true. And you're, it mostly or takes place crashes. in the plaza. Sure. <laughs> it's like you're already at your hotel. It's
2: kind of like a survival horror movie, in a way, because it takes place all in one area. <laughs> like the, the House of the Dead or something. Right? <laughs> I don't, right, Dan? I we watched that. that together. I, I don't <laughs> see
0: the analogy. But no,
2: it's cool. It, it makes sense to me.
0: Okay, uh, so I'm going to add, and I'm just going to say, it's a bad, bad movie. It was just dispiriting and unpleasant... Um, you know, seeing two people uh, hurt each other for, um, <laughs> what? an hour and a half, not in... Where's your sense uh, of fun, Dan? <laughs> not in interesting ways, and then... I
1: mean, war is in the title.
0: Right. Yeah, what were you expecting, dude? I wasn't expecting, I don't know, like, Darfur now. Sure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I comparable, just. by the way, very comparable. <laughs> You know, it's just like a bunch of misery, and then they tack on one minute of sentiment at the end, and you're supposed to forget everything that happened.
1: And with that other bride crawling on the floor going, shoot me. <laughs> yeah. That really was grim.
2: Yeah. I actually kind of got off on it, but okay. that's me. She was pregnant, I think. <laughs> um, So,
0: moving on. What's the next part of this podcast? Uh, the next part is I'm going to read a little um, listener mail. Oh, some more hate mail? Quite the opposite, my friend. Oh wow, cool. The subject heading here is Beverly Hills Chihaha. Oh,
2: okay, sure.
0: <laughs> and this is from
2: I wonder a- wait, which podcast do you think they watched?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is from Jeremiah Last Name Withheld. And uh, it says Today I went for a run in the park and instead of listening to my usual mix of conspiracy and paranormal themed podcasts, I decided to run with the flop house. And I must say, it was a very enjoyable, productive run. The belly laughs helped with my belly breaths. Not to mention, I ran for about ten minutes more than I usually do. I finished off the run by sitting near a shimmering pond teeming with ducks, as you recommended movies, and delighted in viewer mail. If this email sounds a bit flowery, it's probably because I'm still coming down from the runner's high that the Flophouse helped induce. Perhaps you'd benefit from marketing this Flophouse as a fitness podcast. If you do so, please call out when the listener should be finishing his or her first, second, and third miles. What do you think? you think we can make a little extra money? That's a good idea. Flop- or any money? Repurposing it? I, I don't think there's much of like a beat to the flop house to sort of
2: keep pace to. Yeah, but we're not trying. I bet we, we're pretty smart. <laughs>
1: if you could, next time, just watch Chariots of Fire.
0: Yeah. We well, could <laughs> just trade off so that like whenever someone's not talking... They could be humming the Chariots of Fire theme as a background to everyone who is talking. And just, like, round robin.
2: I always kind of imagine that. Like, when I was growing up, I watched Mr. Mom a lot. so I Mr. Mom a lot? No. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that movie it's is. It's a movie with Mr. Mom <laughs> and uh, Camelot. Wow. <laughs> it's really weird. No, what it's I was like going to say Twain. is... Hey, chill out here, kid. Uh, what I was going to say is, I watched the movie Mr. Mom often... and there's the bit where there's like a sack race and they play the music from Chariots of Fire so I always kind of like I was always like wow why are they playing that music from Mr. Mom anytime people were like running around and later on in life I found out that (laughs) it wasn't originally from Mr. Mom
0: so Mr. Mom Michael Keaton (laughs) to sum up Mr. Mom (laughs) anyway continuing he says also I enjoyed your discussion of movie remakes and encouraged me to check out the original Assault on Precinct 13 on that Netflix on demand thing What a great movie, exclamation point. It gave me a weird dream that I was in a house being attacked by gangs. Last night I had a dream that I was still in high school and my parents were moving to a new house. I don't know if that was related to the movie, but it was very powerful.
2: (laughs) This is an awesome letter.
0: I don't know why I'm looking to you for reactions to it. Yeah,
2: I don't know. It's pretty good.
0: Uh, Lastly, he says, I just received my New York tour guide license. Did you know that back in the day there were actual flop houses in the Bowery? The Flophouse manager, maybe the equivalent of Dan, would draw a grid on the floor with chalk. Patrons would pay a nickel to have one of the squares for a night.
1: Dan does do that.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's how I make money from Stuart. I draw, <laughs> I draw a square on the floor. And I give you a nickel
2: for it. <laughs> Weirdly enough, prices have not gone up.
0: You don't sleep on it. You just like seeing squares.
2: Yeah. And you know what? I tried to haggle you down to only four cents, but you were having none of it.
0: That would be—that's like kind of why I that respect would be a 20% you, a Twenty percent drop in uh, income.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't like have half cents or anything. We're not like another country. So, viewer mail—that was great.
0: <laughs> was it Stuart? It really recharged my batteries.
1: How do people find the flop house?
0: Oh God, the listeners would have to answer that. I have no idea. I mean, some people... Occasionally Dan stops people in the street and talks <laughs> to them about it. I force an iPod into their hand, and <laughs> yeah. it's a very <laughs> expensive way of getting people to listen to it.
1: It is. Especially when you pick an incredibly fast New York City tour guide. Uh-huh. That guy is off. Three, like three miles
2: in an hour. That's not bad. Yeah. Plus time for ducks on a pond.
1: What was his name? Jeremiah? Yeah. Jeremiah, if you're listening, pick up the pace.
0: Come on. You can do we, it. You can do four consider us your coach
1: just imagine you're running from an intense bride shootout
2: Uh yeah a bunch of brides chasing you and if they all look like fat kate hudson
0: i would be terrified a monster face
2: (laughs) To summarize let
0: it go (laughs) i can't help it she just got so big anyway let's go on to recommendations um this is the part where we prove that we're not miserable people who hate everything by recommending movies well we don't hate all movies Right. <laughs> You're saying that you do hate everything. Well, that well so movie.
2: yeah, pretty much I guess I guess because I don't hate certain movies that would mean qualified
0: that I don't hate everything. Okay. So but the point is uh can be something we've seen recently. Doesn't have to be. I'll go first. Uh I recently saw a movie that Elliot recommended in the past, so I'm not recommending this. It was Machine uh, Machima Life in Four Chapters, but I would like to recommend the other good Paul Schrader directed movie. Uh, He's written a lot of good movies, but I think that he's only really directed two really great movies, I think. And one of them is uh, Blue Collar with um, Yafit Koto or Kato, I don't even know how to say his last name, uh, Harvey Keitel, and Richard Pryor in probably his best role, uh, which is odd because it's mainly a dramatic role, although he's still sort of funny in it. You know, it's a movie about... Detroit auto workers who are, you know, union union guys, and it's uh, sort of a depressing drama about how um, blue collar uh, workers are sort of
2: crushed. Is that like that movie with Michael Keaton? It's yeah, it's exactly
0: like Gung Ho. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Japanese Mister Mom.
0: <laughs> exactly. Blue, think of Blue Collar as a slightly funnier version of Gung Ho slightly funnier I don't know if I can uh I should watch that then might hemorrhage from all the belly laughs I'm giving Amanda a little time to think in case she doesn't have something because uh, we sprung this on her a little bit so Stuart do you have anything I gotta go now yeah you're looking at me as if we haven't done this podcast for nearly two years now <laughs> okay so I gotta recommend something um,
2: I, think I, might, I don't think I've ever recommended this before but I'm gonna recommend it I, I'm gonna recommend it and if I've already recommended it you should watch it again uh, it's a movie called Head of the Family. Uh, I don't know how you would be able to find this movie because I don't believe it's on um, a DVD, which I think stands for Digital Video Disc. Or Versatile. Yeah, that. Um, you might be able to find it on VHS. Uh, it's basically a movie about a uh, a small-town shyster <laughs> and his uh, and his kind of slutty girlfriend who try and pull a fast one. ...on a local family that live kind of in exclusion. They're known for being uh, quite wealthy. And it's like th- you're telling it. There it's
0: are, like this is a library story time. Sure.
2: They're, they're, a, they're a family of oddities. I believe they might have some kind of ties to mad science, perhaps. Um, and the, the the family is uh, consists of uh, you know, three brothers and a sister. Um, and each of them has their own special powers... You have one brother who can see and hear really well. You have one brother who's incredibly strong, but he's very stupid. You have a, a sister who's incredibly beautiful, but she's not very bright. And then Wait, finally,
0: that, 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 those two are kind of like each other.
2: Yeah, well, they're similar. Uh, I mean, they are related, for God's sake. So. Okay. Okay. And then they're all they're all held together by the head of the family, who is this giant head with a tiny little body. Who uh, is super smart because he's a giant head, and he can control uh, his brothers and his siblings tele- telepathically. So this small town shyster tries to pull a fast one on them, and of course gets burned in the process. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I should classify it as like a horror movie or a thriller. It's just very strange. Thrill Yeah, kind of. Pa- part of why you should watch it is there is a fair amount of nudity. Um, <laughs> Okay. Jacqu- Jacqueline Lavelle from the Femalian series is in it and uh, she's just very good at acting even when completely naked and tied to a stake that's on fire I
0: think that's and I the can't specia- say that the special skills on her headshot yeah I can't
2: uh, I can't say that
0: about a lot of actresses no you can't say that about Kate Hudson
2: no or Kate Winslet
1: if Kate or Hudson Catherine is Hepburn. near a stake she's gonna put that fire out eat it
0: <laughs> <That's>...
2: <laughs> so head of the family <laughs> Better than Kate Hudson and Kate Winslet put together.
0: <laughs> okay. Amanda, what do you have to recommend, if anything?
1: Uh, what do you mean, if anything? I don't know. I just what don't, am I? Yeah, a a cave woman?
0: <laughs> I just don't want to pressure you.
1: <laughs> well, you know, anytime you ask me for a movie Amanda recommendation. I don't like to pressure women.
0: <laughs>
2: I went to school with them. I'm
0: very sweet that
2: way.
1: Soap Dish. Okay. I always recommend the movie Soap Dish. If you haven't seen it, you should. <laughs> Why are you
0: recommending Soap Dish to us? <laughs> Imagine you recommending it to someone who's like, I'm in the mood for a real tearjerker. <laughs> soap Dish. <laughs> a real, I'm in the mood for an erotic thriller.
1: Again. Uh, but I also, I saw, I, this isn't a new movie I guess, but I saw it recently. Um, a French thriller called Tell No One. you yeah. seen it? Yeah. That's a really good movie, yeah. and I don't want to tell you anything about it, because I don't want to spoil anything, unlike Head of the Family. Spoilers (laughs) watch, Stuart.
0: And you want to, you know, uh, honor the imperative statement. of the title.
1: You know, tell no one. If
2: it matters, that's the most I've ever described a movie I've ever uh, I've ever recommended. <laughs> Dan and Elliot are like, <laughs> like. Well, Elliot mm, is very. Let's, he tells the whole story.
0: Here. Let's. He's he talks for fifteen minutes when he. Yeah, something.
2: I I usually go to the bathroom while he mm-hmm. starts recommending something. I fix myself a sandwich, so I appreciate your lack of spoilers.
1: Thanks. The only thing, Kristen Scott Thomas of The English Patient is in this movie, and it's just you know, like oh yeah. She turned French. <laughs> I forgot about that. Like, I guess she started out in French movies and then...
0: I thought at first the way you were you were going about it, it was like you were just sort of warning. You're like, the only thing Kristen <laughs> Seidkott Thomas from The English Patient is in this movie, so...
1: No, it's, you know, <clears throat> she's perfectly good and, you know, she is acting in French, so... Right. I could lose some nuances there, but she seems fine.
0: Or I couldn't act in French, could you, Stuart?
2: I, I could, actually. Okay. No. I mean, I have. We'll talk about that, that later.
0: That of Tartuffe you in. Okay. <laughs> yep. Does
1: mime count? <laughs> sure. All right.
0: Um, I think this has been a delight. Yeah. Guys. Well, I mean, Bride Wars wasn't... Congratulations to us. Bride, Bride Wars wasn't a delight. No. That part of it wasn't. Yeah, don't watch that. The fact that we all were brought together in a marriage... Okay. Of, of comedy podcasting And
2: there was no wars with ours. No. That's true Yeah they smile on the box for Bride Wars And I think that's uh, that's false Because They don't
0: smile a lot in this movie You're saying that there wouldn't be a guaranteed entertainment Sticker <laughs> on the box for this Like there was for the film Don't Tell Her It's Me Starring Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> There's no
2: guaranteed entertainment They, they couldn't make that claim
0: Perhaps we should sign off. Yeah, I think it's probably.
1: Best Thanks for having me on your podcast. Thanks
0: for coming. Thanks for being here.
1: Hey, no problem. Thanks
0: for moving two blocks away.
1: Hey, that works out great for me.
0: I can stop by and borrow a cup of sugar.
1: No, not not for me. I, I wouldn't let him. <laughs> that's <play>. true.
0: <laughs> I can stop by and borrow a cup of splendor. That's right. Here. That's right. And the moral of the story is: I'm Dan McCoy. Uh, I've been Stuart Wellington.
1: And I'm still Amanda Melson. Good night. Yay! You made the exact same joke
0: that Elliot always does. Really?
2: What? Do you want me to sit back?
0: Well, what? the thing is, like, you hug the mic in the beginning, and then you sit back, and then we can't hear you during the... I'm not a robot, man. Should I put my hands on my knees so I don't break anything? You, there was a lot of thumping, and I don't
2: know if you heard the last podcast. I did, yeah. Because I was like, man, that one was great. And then I listened to I'm like, whoa, I was just really drunk. Anyway...